Let's turn in the Scriptures to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, we'll be reading verses 1 through 18. 2 Thessalonians 3, the whole chapter will begin in verse 1. These are God's words, so let's give our full attention to Him. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the Word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that ye both do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, and not after the tradition which he received of us. For yourselves know how ye ought to follow us, for we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man, and have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Ye count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means. The Lord be with you all. The salutation of Paul with mine own hand, which is to which is the token in every epistle, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Those are God's words. This letter uh, to the church in Thessalon- Thessalonica, the, the second letter, closes uh, pleading for the church's prayers for Paul in that time and uh, the company with him, Timotheus and Silvanus. And they're ministering the gospel. Just as we are to pray, you are to pray, church, for your minister and, and really all ministers and their preaching of the gospel to be faithful to the Lord as we often pray uh, publicly and corporately together. And to trust the Lord, he calls them to here, trust the Lord and obey Him, the Lord, and to wait patiently. And that through verse 5. And then through verse 15, he supplies them with one more direction and set of commands for correcting some things that were off, that they were struggling with, some of them, which also is a reminder to ourselves to work diligently, to not cease doing good for one another. That even means in caring for the needy. 
as he's alluding to here, and noting those who disobey the word, to note that man to uh, really he's, he's giving us a uh, two verses here about church discipline that are applicable to church discipline, and that when you are disciplined, if you are ever disciplined, I hope none, none of you ever are, but if you ever discipline formally. You ought to see that sin and be ashamed before the Lord. If it comes to you not partaking of the sacraments because of your discipline, you ought to be really ashamed. And that it might turn you into repentance and faith again in Jesus Christ, turning from that sin. And so he, he admonishes us here uh, with these reminders that we would work diligently, not cease doing good and noting those who disobey the Word. And then the letter closes with the final greetings and blessings. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we're thankful for Your love for us. We do indeed desire the Gospel to go forth, the Kingdom throughout the world, and in all ages to grow, that Satan's kingdom would be brought down and destroyed. And so as we pray that Your kingdom, Lord, would grow, we pray for especially those gospel ministers that proclaim and preach Your Word and who stand as pastors in front of congregations every Lord's Day and they preach Some don't even preach at all, they teach. And some don't even teach at all. They have talks about various things in the world. And Father, we pray that You would reform them and turn them unto repentance to Christ Your Son, that they would all, every gospel minister would be faithful to You, that they would be zealous for the the Word of God and to proclaim it boldly to dying men and women and children, that hope would be given in Christ your Son. Father, we do pray that you would uphold the ministry of your Word in this place, that you would give us your Word and not any other, that there would be no deception or false teaching or heresy in this place or any other place where your people gather to worship you. We know one day that will be perfected and you will answer that prayer perfectly and completely. But now, Father, we know as we look around at the church, even here, Father, that this we need Your grace and mercy. And so shower us with Your grace and pour out Your Holy Spirit in great power, even not upon us the hearers, but upon the ministers who proclaim Your Word, that they would truly proclaim Your Word. Pray also that You would make us to be diligent workers, whether that's in the home or outside of the home. Father, that You would provide for us every meal, every bed, and give us and grant us good sleep, if that would be Your will. Your name would be honored that we would be all the more greater servants of You 
all the more thankful to you and that we would see the answer to your prayer, the answers to our prayers in these things and glorify you. Make us to be good stewards as well of what you give us, all the bread that you provide us with, that we are thankful you provide. Every meal, every snack, and even the, the food, the drinks that are special that go above and beyond what we need to survive in our bodies. Father, we're thankful for these many blessings you've given to us. Uh, let us not take them for granted, knowing they come from you. And that if you didn't provide every single meal, Father, we would starve and die. And we are thankful that you provide bodies that consume the meals and take those nutrients needed and use them exactly, specifically in each part of our body and all for your glory. And so, Father, we pray that you would be honored and glorified how You created our bodies, thankful for the food. And Father, we pray that You would give us good food and that praise would be upon our lips and thanksgiving always for it. And Father, even if it's bad food, Father, make us to be thankful for we deserve nothing and everything horrendous tasting and don't even deserve to taste anything at all, but dry lips and tongues and burning in the great fire. But You've given us so much more in Christ Your Son. Father, we're thankful again that You have given us... <coughs> Dave and Patty, we're thankful for their service to the church. We do ask that You would be with Patty as well as her sister and the rest of the family as they mourn over uh, her mother's death. Father, we pray that You would comfort them and give them an eye to look to Christ Your Son. We pray that this would be another opportunity, Father, Lord willing, that their children, grandchildren, would hear the Gospel and pray that they would hear and believe unto salvation. And You only can do this And so we plead unto You to do it, if it would be Your will. And Father, we ask that You would also grant to us Your favor. We don't deserve anything good, but Father, we pray that You would grow us spiritually as well, not only in body, but spiritually. In our hearts, in our minds, our desires, that they would be, as we heard this morning in the Song of Solomon, after Christ and not the things of this world. And so cause us to put off coveting and lusting after various things, and rather that we would desire Him and be satisfied in Christ alone. Father, we we plead as well uh, for those expecting mothers who may be struggling in body. We pray that You would strengthen their weak bones, muscles, as their bodies shift. Even, Father, we pray that You would remind them of Your covenant promises as punishment because of sin, the pain, and the body. And yet, Father, for Your children, we ask that in the end, when those babies come forth, that You would give them great joy.
and gladness. And we would join in them with that, rejoicing with those who rejoice. And uh, Father, we pray that You would forgive us of all of our sins and uh, receive us for Christ's sake. As well, Father, we pray that You would teach us how how much You cleanse us of our sin for those who do come confessing of our sins and repenting of them. How You cleanse us as far as the east is from the west. Uh, And uh, You take our sins away even in the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. So we're thankful, Father, again, that You have given us of Your Son. And now also give us of Your Spirit and power. We pray uh, as well, finally, uh, for our nation. You turn our nation to Yourself. You cause our rulers to covenant with Christ that they would rule according to Your law. And above all things, Your law would stand above the Constitution. That Your law, Your word would stand above what man thinks and wants and the riches that are lusted after and pleasures that are lusted after. Your word would be desired and to follow after You. And so, change this nation and turn it back Turn it to You as we have gone much wayward from our founding and even before that uh, when we and and our heritage uh, covenanted with You that our King, our rulers would be under Christ. And we have fallen far from that. Uh, from the forming of this nation and then to today, in which we desire, we don't desire, but we deserve judgment, many judgments. And so, Father, show mercy for the few righteous who remain. And we plead this in the name of Christ, that your will would be done in his name. Amen.